Hi, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Psychic Scoop. It is an honor to have you here. Welcome, welcome. I am your host, Steffi, aka Spirit Sis. I'm an evidential psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher here to chat about spirituality and fun past life stuff. So before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know that I am actually offering a few free freebie, (laughs) free things that I think you might really enjoy and get a kick out of. And also it'll benefit you. So the two things I'm going to uh, literally tell you right now, there's absolutely no catch. All you have to do is submit down below in the show notes to get these things. Okay. So the very first one is an astrology report, and it is a 25 page PDF that has all of the transits for April and everything that you need to know. We have eclipses, we have Mercury retrograde, I have a full moon report in there, plus personal horoscopes for your sun and your rising sign. So please check that out if you are interested in knowing what's going on in the cosmos this month. The other thing I am offering, which I'm very excited about, is an email course, like a series about how to strengthen your intuition. I kept hearing this from my guides that this needed to be offered because even though I have my intuition course, it's really important to have these reminders when we feel disconnected from our true self or disconnected from source. So I just channeled, you know, an email series that includes these tips and tricks that I wrote out for you. So they go right to your inbox and it will be this like source of inspiration about how to reconnect. And I also have like very tangible tools and tips about how to strengthen that that muscle. Intuition is something that's subtle, but it's also something we need to bring our awareness to. So if you want to sign up for either of those or both of those, please go to the show notes. There's no catch. They both are free, free, free 99. And it is my honor to give them to you. Now I am rebranding and redoing things in my business. And I decided I'm taking a nice little chunk of April off from podcasting, from readings, just to kind of take this astrological new year in stride and really refocus uh, some of my goals and my um, my personal development here, <laughs> not only as a small business owner, but as an intuitive soul. So this episode you'll hear today is actually a re-release of one of my most popular episodes about past lives. So if it's coming across your feed or your scroll today, it's probably because you needed a reminder of past life and past life awareness. So please enjoy. This is one of my favorite episodes of all time about past lives. There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. 
Okay, so let's start at the beginning. What is a past life? A past life is a life you've already lived when you incarnated hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago. And some of the lessons and the karma that you didn't really get to go through in that past life could be carried over in this lifetime. So knowing about your past life is really important to help heal some of the aspects that you might have carried over. If it's phobias, if it's fears, if it's connections, if it's relationships, a lot of our karma in this lifetime with people has actually been carried over from several lifetimes. So I've already talked about this in the podcast a little bit, but your mom now could have been your son in a past life or a lover, which is even weirder, or could have been a neighbor or even the harder relationships, right? Like if you very much dislike a sibling or a father or grandfather, it's possible, or even a boss, it's possible that they have had a more difficult relationship with you in another past life. So learning about your past life is so important, not only for karma, but for healing. Because when you go through your past life and get to kind of see the journey that you lived in your soul, it makes your life a little more insignificant. And the reason it's important for that is we carry so much weight in our human bodies, even pain we carry, and even connected to your identity. Like if you're male or female, or your race, or even your religion, or the status, if you're middle class, lower class, upper class, you know, in this lifetime, you're so connected to your own experience. But when you go through your past lives, you realize, oh my gosh, I was a man like three times in a past life, and now I'm a woman. (laughs) And what's that journey like in this new body? And you get to see yourself in different bodies and feel yourself in different um, clothes or different areas of life or different areas of the world, right? Because when you incarnate, you usually go to a different country. there's, There's so much to talk about. I don't even know where to start here. But anyway, if you are beginning to learn about a past life and you're so confused, highly, highly recommend the book, Many Lives, Many Masters by Dr. Brian Weiss. This is the go-to beginner's step. This book is incredible. I read it five to six times. And honestly, talking about it now, I want to go read it again tonight because it's just truly remarkable because he had many patients that he chronicles the journey of their past lives and how to heal them through this therapy experience. And so anyway, just just go read the book. (laughs) I promise you, you will not be disappointed. It's a really fast, easy read. So that's step one. And step two is learning about past life regression. So past life regression is when a person is leading or guiding you into your past life through either deep hypnosis or deep meditation, or they're just asking you questions and guiding you there. But normally you are in what's called a theta state where you are very relaxed and you're almost in between wake and sleep. So I will say it is very important if you're thinking about getting a past life regression to go with someone you trust and someone that will make you feel very, very comfortable. The reason being is there's going to be a lot of vulnerable things that come up in the past life and you're going to be in a very, um, I guess, vulnerable state as well. So finding someone you trust depends on what you're looking for. You can find someone who is a certified therapist 
therapist, a certified hypnotist, someone who is intuitive or psychic because they can lead you in different ways, or someone who has a lot of past life regression reviews. (laughs) All of those things are important. And you can either do them online through meditation, or you can find someone who facilitates them in your area. There is a lot of ways you can go about doing this. And sometimes it will take more than one session. So again, it is really important to find someone who is going to lead you in a way that you connect to them. But I also want to make a very good point that you don't need someone to tap into your past lives. You can access past lives on your own. And I have a lot of students actually of mine from the intuition course. After taking the course, they were getting actually flashbacks of their past lives when they were just awake and getting those hits. Or sometimes you can even get dreams about your past lives. So pay attention, especially in this Pisces season, about what's channeling through you, either when you're listening to this, listening to the stories, or what else comes through you throughout the day that doesn't seem like your life now, if it's a deja vu moment or something when you're having a conversation. I've had this conversation before. Why does it sound so familiar? You know, always pay attention to those moments where you feel like something is resonant, even though it wouldn't make sense in your life now. I have knowledge of about 10 of my past lives, and half of them I got from getting hits, like through my intuition and channeling. And the other half I did through past life regression meditation and even my own past life regression meditation, which is kind of creepy because I didn't like to like listen to the sound of my own voice, but it got me there, which is great. And in the beginning of the pandemic, which is crazy, I released this past life regression meditation about a month, maybe even three weeks before the pandemic hit. And a lot of people were reaching out to me saying that when they did the past life regression, they were getting hits of when they were back in the plague. So so COVID was bringing up a lot of fear for them. And moving through the past life regression meditation actually helped alleviate some of those fears, which is wild, 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 wild. The first ever past life regression I did, I was 24 years old. (laughs) It seems like ages ago. And I walked through my past life and it wasn't anything super significant. And I think that's where some of us get a little hung up because we want this like grand experience of who we are and and what part of the world we are in and what was our name and how did we die. And for this first past life regression I did, it was just unclear. I knew I was a young girl I had seen my family and what they did for a living. And, you know, I had these weird, (laughs) that was the thing I pulled of it most, these weird toys, because I think it was around the 1200s. And these toys were basically just like little pieces of wood, but I was really excited about it. And then I ended up passing away later, later that night, but it wasn't anything crazy. You know, it was very subtle. And I woke up from the past life and it was so visual and crazy. And I felt like, eh, well, that was it. I was just I was just playing with a wooden block and I died. What what happened? Fast forward, I read Many Lives, Many Masters, and I decide to do yet another past life regression. In this one, it was way more visceral and a little more traumatic. And in this one, it was my most recent past life that happened in the 1930s. I was a man. I figured out my name. I knew my my children, which was also crazy. And I died in a very peculiar way. And it was a little bit of an inside job. And me and a few of my coworkers were killed. And I was a journalist in this lifetime. 
And what's crazy is I died from a injury to the head. And earlier in my life, and when I'm talking like when I was three or four years old, I would be terrified of anything with loud popping noises, especially balloons. But if ever I saw a clown, I was terrified of clowns, but not because of the clown itself, maybe because I saw it. <laughs> I walked into my mom watching it. But not only that, I was scared of the balloon popping because of a loud pop, pop, pop. And I realized because it was correlated to whenever I heard the pop, my head would feel a ton of pressure. And even between my eyes, I would always feel like I had like a stabbing pain. And when I went back in the past life, it was because I was shot between my eyes. I know that sounds crazy. But the second I found that out, the scary noises of the pops, yeah, of course, I'm always startled by it. But not as severe and the headaches, even my sinus headaches that I used to get chronically have dissipated quite a bit. But basically, I started to learn on my own how to have this formula. And I studied and studied about how to give past life regressions to get people in meditative states to be able to unlock their past lives. And it was crazy. The more and more I was going into the past lives, I was getting so many hits and so many new lives and so many new memories from those lives. Because I was really paying attention to it to the point where I became a little obsessed. But I said, hey, I want to help other people uncover these things because knowing about that past life where I died tragically, it made a lot of sense because even when I hit 27 years old, I had this weird feeling that I was going to die and I had super bad hypochondria. And I realized because in my past life, I died when I was 27 years old and I felt like in this life, I would never see 27 in a day, right? So there was so much karma being unlocked. And even knowing the people I worked with who died, who I incarnated with in this lifetime, knowing their roles in my life now, I mean, this all unlocked some crazy beautiful awareness for me, and especially about how to proceed with those relationships karmically. Now, some of the first past life regressions I did were obviously like a little a little shaky, but then I got to the point where people were getting to these really, really beautiful places. And one of my favorite memories of giving past life regression, mind you, this is like close to 10 years I've been doing this. So I've had to do a lot of trial and error. So I was at a little bit of a small get together and there was four of us there and we had been you know having like a dinner party maybe had like a glass of wine or two and it was getting dark we were telling spooky stories and of course I just came out and said can I do a past life regression on you guys and all three of them were so down so I individually got them all into like a deep a meditative state, like separately, kind of calm them down, did a little Reiki on their bodies to get them prepared for what was coming through. And then I ended up doing a group past life regression with all three of them. And when I'm doing the past life regression, you know, I'm not I'm not telling them what to see. I'm not telling them what era they're in. I'm not telling them anything. I'm asking them questions. And normally, if it's a one-on-one session, the person would answer out loud if they can, if they're in the state where they're able to access uh, their throat chakra. But in this one, I just told them to like just visualize it, but not to answer anything out loud because you don't want you know one person's experience to offset the other person's experience in the room. So I'm just kind of going through this regression wondering how it's taking, you know, everyone's just really quiet, but I'm not sure if it's really working. And at the very end of the past life regression, 
there was a huge fire truck and siren that happened to pull in the apartment across the street. I'm not I'm not even joking. Like there was lights and sirens coming into our room that we were doing the past life regression in, so much so that our entire walls were lit up by red and blue and none of them flinched, not even a single one of them, which I thought was crazy. And here I am basically screaming over the sirens, but I'm still trying to like be very professional, right? <laughs> and I end up getting them slowly out of the trance and I'm kind of, you know, getting them back into into our world, our realm. And we did a little bit of a story time share. And what was so crazy is when they came up from the meditation and saw the fire truck and the lights and everything, they were so confused. <laughs> And I said, oh my gosh, you didn't, that didn't like get you out of it. You didn't hear that. And two out of the three of them were like, absolutely not. We didn't even hear any siren, heard nothing. They were so immersed in their past life. And my one friend said that she heard it, but also she was in, um, in her past life, she was in the Underground Railroad and she was actually running away from the people who are trying to capture her. So she said at that exact moment, she heard the sirens, but she said she correlated it with her past life, which was so fascinating. So that is amazing. That was one of the very first times I think I really, truly leaned into this past life thing because three people, I'm doing the same past life regression and three people had not only three different experiences, different time periods, like completely by hundreds and hundreds of years off, different races they had, they had different classes. I mean, it was just so cool. And the more and more I did the past lives, it wasn't the the past life that was exciting. It was the, okay, well, how does this correlate with your life now? Where is this being used? Where is this not being used? Where are you carrying weight or phobia from this lifetime? Or where are you connecting to people in a positive way in this lifetime? How are they helping you? So it's almost like that little session afterwards, that little like talk therapy session. That was my favorite part. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another story I want to share, which I absolutely freaking love, (laughs) crazy, mind-blowing story. I wanted to do a past life on my friend because no matter what happened to her in life, she always got away with things. And when I say got away with things, I mean she is almost a little bit of a con artist. (laughs) And I'm saying this lovingly, but she almost felt like she had to cheat her way into getting whatever she wanted. And I have no idea how she would do it, but she would get like, free tickets to Disneyland. Um, She got like hardwood floors like redone in her whole apartment because she just told the landlord something. All the things that she did somehow worked out for her, but it wasn't necessarily, I guess, the most moral way I can say. So in the first past life, uh, and she was very hesitant to do it at first because she does come from a more of a religious background. But in the first past life, she was actually a con artist. And she was explaining in great detail the cons that she would do in this crazy language that we didn't understand because I had another friend sitting in on the regression taking notes. And what's so crazy about the passive regression is when the person is in the regression, they almost embody the character or the life. So this woman I was giving the passive regression to, 
she started to speak in this very low, gravelly type voice. And her words were very succinct, very quick. And she almost had this like skeptical, like, why are you talking to me energy, which was crazy because that's not really who she is. And uh, so we ended up finding out through this past life regression that during one of her cons, she was getting caught and to avoid getting away, she ended up stabbing someone and they ended up locking her up. And she lived a very long life in this underground cellar in in jail. And then I instantly took her to a next past life where she was royalty of some sort. She described down to the T what she was wearing, including the shoes, the color, everything. And it was in great detail. And my friend was taking notes, so I was really happy about this. And she ended up passing away uh, really early in her life when she was 18 or 19 from a pretty tragic event. It seemed like almost a, um, I would say it was like a natural disaster where she was swept away and she got stuck in some rubble. When I woke her back up, we asked her some more questions and we ended up finding out the era which she was talking about. And we looked up the outfit and it was the exact same outfit she described down to the T of what the royalty would wear. And the reason we thought it was crazy is because she described the exact colors that were congruent with her nationality at the time, everything, everything. And she'd said, I'd never known anything about this, you know, part of the world. I had no idea anything about this, this, this. But she said, why did I die so young when I had everything going for me? And I explained to her, well, karmically, that makes sense because if you take another life and you incarnate, one of two things can happen. And by the way, this is also explained in a Dolores Cannon book. I really love her. She does spiritual teachings as well. She explains that if you take another life, that that karma in your next life is one, you'll either live a very long life that will be very difficult and you will most likely incarnate with the people that you killed and it will be a very tough taxing relationship on you. And you will have a lot of health issues and problems with money and a lot of things will happen in your life. You just can kind of have a miserable long life. Two, you will have a great life that will be very short-lived and you will be taken out at the peak moment of your height of your happiness because in another life, you took someone else at the peak of their happiness. So karmically for her, that would make sense that she died. I think she even said it was like on her wedding day or something like that. And she was very young, I think like 18, 19. And in that previous life, she had taken someone else's life. So anyway, I think that was just one of my favorite stories because it was so congruent with her life now and some of the karma she faced and how she felt like she still had to con things in her lifetime. And, you know, since then, we've kind of discussed with her about, you know, why that's not okay anymore. And she has had much better karma since that regression. Very, very interesting. I will share, I guess, God, I mean, how long is this podcast going to be? I could talk about this for for forever. I was in a relationship with someone who on paper, it just did not match, did not make sense. And we were very drawn to each other for many reasons. But Truthfully, we couldn't be further opposite. We couldn't believe in different things. We just, everyone that saw us together were 
complex, very confused. But we kept on getting drawn back to one another. And he would go off and make decisions and consult me on my on these decisions. And he would never listen to <laughs> what I had to say. And it got to the point where I was so invested in his life choices and what he was doing that if he didn't do what I said, or if we had a discussion and he went opposite, or almost like didn't consult me, I would get deeply deeply upset. And I'm not a person that is so attached to other people's outcomes. And truthfully, like if my friends are even in bad relationships or things are happening with, you know, my friends asking me for advice, I'm never like attached to the advice I'm giving them because it's not my life. And so with this particular person, I just had no idea what was going on. So I said, aha, let me do a past life regression. And I asked spirit to come through and kind of like explain our karma and why I was feeling so attached to this person and their choices. And in the past life regression, I was a medicine healer. I was a Native American woman and I down at my hands and they were old and I was mixing all of these herbs and I had, you know, someone come up to my hut and say, you have to come down to the river. Had assistance getting up. I remember feeling my bones and my body and I felt very tired and I was very old. I remembered walking through this village with my cane very slowly, but everyone I passed would just take a light bow toward me. So I go down to the river where there was an accident and I see a young boy lying in the river and he has a arrow through his heart and the chief was holding him in his hands. And I tried to walk down to the river, but I remember there was this cobblestone and tons of rocks. And it was really hard for me to walk down. So I had a lot of people assist me. And the second I get down, I start chanting. I take out a satchel of herbs. I put it around the wound. I'm, I'm saying a lot of prayers. And I see the boy die in my arms. And I look into the boy's eyes and I notice that it is my boyfriend in this lifetime. And in that lifetime, he was my grandson. And suddenly things started to add up. And then it quickly flashed me back to a conversation in that lifetime we had had, I think like a week or two before that, where he was a young adolescent boy. I mean, I want to say he was like in his early teens and he had wanted to go hunt. But I had told him he's not allowed to hunt. He's too young to hunt and that he needs to stay behind and help the women, you know, like wash the clothes and clean the huts and provide the medicine for the men who are going and hunting and providing. So he was very upset by this. We had a huge fight and he ran off. And what happened with the arrow is he was trying to do archery practice and it was just a crossfire incident. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time and the arrow hit him and killed him. I woke back up and thought about him and our relationship. I was like, wow, the reason I care so deeply about his decisions is because when he didn't listen to me before he died and I lost him and he was really close to me. And also I'm his grandmother, question mark, <laughs> right? So anyway, the second I kind of understood our relationship and our karma, I had to let him go. And not only in a relationship wise, but in his life wise, you know, like I can't control what he's doing and he's not gonna listen to me either because, you know, he he has to do what he has to do. But I will say every time he did something that, that I told him not to do, it never ended good. So anyway, regardless, I wish his soul well, but it was definitely 
definitely karma that was confusing, but I wouldn't have understood it unless I went through the past life. And what's crazy is I've actually since gone to that past life regression. I've gone to that life several times, especially recently. And I think there is a parallel with me being a psychic in this lifetime and being a healer in another lifetime that I think is so comfortable. So I think there are many times that I've been drawn to that life to understand some lessons and how to, uh, I guess, work through some of my psychic gifts in this lifetime. But wow, crazy story. I also was able to go back to the lifetime, the very first lifetime as the young girl. And I think it was in Denmark. It was definitely up there. Denmark, Sweden area, Finland area. I'm not exactly sure. Actually walked me back through my death and how I died. And I was just a very young child. I was very happy. I was with my parents. I was frolicking through a field. I was picking wildflowers and I was thirsty. I stopped at this river, drank some water. And later that night, I was playing with my weird wooden blocks, (laughs) felt a little feverish. My parents took me to bed and I was surrounded by my parents. And I remembered feeling very sick, but I wasn't in a lot of pain. And I actually did remember the passing and I remembered floating over my body, feeling very confused, but feeling very warm. I was in this bright light and I kept on just floating and floating and floating until I was, you know, seeing all these beautiful, bright colors, smelling the best smells I've ever smelt and feeling nothing but peace. So crazy. It kind of walked me through my passing and how during that time in my lifetime now, I had a lot of fear of death and a lot of hypochondria still coming through. And, uh, you know, just going through that lifetime and the passing, it made me realize that death is nothing to fear, that it's actually peaceful and like amazing experience. Human experience is the tough experience, right? So a few stories, you know, but as um, someone who's performed past life regressions and, you know, developed this meditation, you know, it's very gentle, it's very subtle, it's very healing, you know, it's just something that is so good for you to really unleash the parts of your psyche that you might not even realize are from a past life carried on or something that you need to work through healing. So past life regressions always, always, always unlock something within you that is really interesting and fascinating. And also, if you wanted to hear a little more about past life stuff, one of the very first podcasts I ever did was with, um, you know, my beloved besties, De Luna. I did a past life regression on Shana and Dana watched and Shana had some crazy Crazy, crazy experiences that were really cool. So go to their podcast and listen to one of the first episodes of Fast Life Regression. And, um, you know, we, all three of us discuss that. If you're looking for deeper than this, um, and the conversation between three people is actually really cool too. The last, last thing I want to talk about is, you know, the, a lot of people have come to me and said one of two things. One, I'm really scared about my past life. I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> and two, I've tried to do the past life regression and all I see is black. So the first thing I'll say to being too scared is you're probably not ready for a past life regression unless you're super open and vulnerable. Because if you're too scared, your brain can make up stories and maybe something that comes isn't necessarily the most healing or loving energy. And your brain can play crazy tricks on you, especially if you're just seeing black there, you could be blocking yourself for a reason. Or maybe you're not ready to go into this meditative state and 
maybe you're just blocked in some other areas of life. So I always suggest strengthening your intuition and just doing regular meditations first. Start with two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. And even if you're not a visual person, you should still be feeling and sensing your past lives, even if it's not necessarily visual. You still should be getting some sort of impression. And if you're not, go to your waking life now, do some journaling, do some um, intuition exercises and get yourself a little more, I guess, loosened up because a lot of the reasons why you're either seeing black or you're too scared is because you're trying to control the narrative a little too much. So I always recommend just releasing and surrendering to the experience. And even if you do see black, are you relaxing? (laughs) Are you really finding yourself going there and surrendering to the experience? Because a lot of times if you do do that, uh, you'll be surprised about what comes through. And there is absolutely nothing to fear. I promise you the gains that you will get from your past life outweigh all the negatives. And if you want to try yourself, I will include my past life regression meditation. It also includes some journal prompts to help you kind of reiterate what you saw or the messages, like, like that little talk therapy session I talked about at the end. You kind of reflect with yourself and it's really beautiful. And by the way, you can do the past life regression at any point of your life whenever you're feeling like you need some clarity and some answers. And whenever I've done a past life regression, it drops you into a different lifetime or a different thing than what you expected. So that's what's really cool. I always expect to go back to this one life, but I go to a completely different one or a brand new life that I didn't know about. And it's always like, wow, I didn't know that was going to happen. But it's always twists and turns that are really fun. We'll also include that in the show notes. It's only $44. It's probably my uh, most affordable offering. So check that out if you're interested. Also tips for past life regression work, especially if you're using my meditation, highly recommend laying down. I recommend covering your eyes and using headphones so you can get a really nice immersive experience. Time of day doesn't really matter, even though I find when it's really calm at night, even after a bath, when my body is really relaxed, is a perfect time. And if anything, it's just really relaxing. So hope you enjoy that. And to end this out, I'm going to read some of your past life experiences that you wrote in. So this is from one of my dear clients, Kristen. She's also an intuition student. She said, my past life was in a Catholic cult in Italy, not because I wanted it, but because it was the way of life for my family. And so I actually did channel this past life for her. (laughs) She said, when you channeled that for me, holy crap, it made so much sense. It made me realize so much more about my current life. I spent at least an hour letting that soak in and journaling on it. I didn't realize how powerful knowing your past lives could be until then. This story is from Jess, another intuition student. Okay, it's just like actually coincidence that all three of the people I picked were (laughs) intuition students, but they have really good stories. Jess says, I was a women's activist in England and trampled in a protest. I was something like a pirate and I died in a drowning And I've also been told that I had multiple lives with one of my best friends. We've known each other for six years, and I've always felt a magnetism toward her. But the activism I feel, and living in England, yes, I'm so attracted to that country. The last one is from intuition student Liana. I love this story. So she says, I have a cool story. Back when I was skeptic about past lives, lol, I was having a lot of back pain lingering from a car accident. There was one spot that just wouldn't go away. I started to read many lives, many masters. Hey, another shout out. 
and was getting curious but still unsure if I believed. When I was doing Reiki training, I had a teacher do some work on my back and it helped it, but it still wasn't cured. Then she got me a biomat and I would have visions. And one time she saw a past life where I was in a medieval time castle and I was wearing a long velvety dark green dress. And I think I was somewhat important. She puts queen emoji, <laughs> maybe a duchess or something. Who knows? Anyway, I was so overcome with love as I saw these people who were all covered with armor. I had the thought my family has my back then things took a turn for the worse and we were attacked that was it and then i did the biomat a second time and the same past life came up so i asked to see how i died i was running in a legit battle a guy on a horse speared me in the back exactly where my back has hurt when i got up i was like holy shit now i know why Interestingly enough, my back pain got better and better after remembering. It also explains why I feel like I have to save everyone in this life because I didn't get to save my people in that life and I felt very responsible. I tried to Google search what the spear was made of that got me <laughs> and haven't come up with much yet, but I'm pretty sure it was medieval times in Scotland or somewhere else in that area. Oh my gosh, how cool is that story? Ugh, it's true. Like when you find out how you died in some weird way, you actually release a little bit of the pain. I noticed that too with uh, the way I was hypochondria and the way I was so scared of guns. But I will say something that Liana touched on that I really loved is when you see the people in your past life, you feel overwhelming love. And that happened to me in Almost every single lifetime, I was shown someone who I loved and I knew it was my family or my friend and I felt like nothing but deep reverence and just overwhelming gratitude for that person in my life. And that also does carry over for sure. If you let that person down <laughs> or if that person was there for you and you feel responsible to be there for them in this lifetime. In the past life regression meditation, uh, you definitely get into who was karmically there for you you know, what age you are, what time of life you're in, what era, things like that. So it's really cool. Okay, amazing. Well, what a fun convo. I'm sure I can talk about this for many other episodes because I barely even touched the surface. But if you have any past lives you want to share with me, please let me know. This is my favorite topic. Maybe I can even get some of you on to interview you about your past life stories. I don't know. It'd be fun to make this a series. And if you want to get a hold of me, all the info is in the show notes, which I've referred to a few times. My spirit sis, my spirit sis. Ay, ay, ay. My Instagram is at spirit underscore sis and my website spirit sis.com. Love you guys. Until next time, keep it channeling. Bye-bye.